The Mom Podcast. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome to Mom. 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 Mom, 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 mom. (laughs) Um, This week, we just decided about 15 seconds ago, we're talking about co-sleeping um well just sleeping and well it is primarily co-sleeping because it sounds like we both kind of come from the same like it is what it is go with it like i'm not getting up and putting the kid in the bed 500 times i'd rather just sleep like shit for (laughs) eight years (laughs) my back is gonna be fucked forever forever but whatever (laughs) yeah who cares i get to snuggle the shit out of my kid I, i i love that um, but yeah, so we just decided to kind of talk about that. Um, full, I just, you know, full, I've always been, well, I am, I tend to be full disclosure in general to the point of maybe keep it to yourself, Madeira. Um, but right now what we have going on is a queen size bed and then we have an Ikea kid bed. I don't think it's even a twin. It's like narrower. It's one of those like weird sizes because it's not it doesn't fit twin sheets. It has to it has to be those weird Ikea. It's one of the weird Ikea beds. Is it like because Kitty has like a it was a toddler bed, but it extended. Is it like something like that? Like, no, it's like one, you know, like at at Ikea where they have the cute little bunk bed Mm -hmm. thing that you can put the little canopy over. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those weird sizes. Huh. It's weird. I don't even know. I don't know what it is. It's something we I again got it off of Craigslist. So it, yeah, so it's whatever. Um but yeah, so we I have that right beside so that when he comes in, which he inevitably does, cuz we were co-sleepers from the beginning. Not I I bought a little co-sleeper for him. One of the attached, you know, the baby co-sleepers mm-hmm. when he was newbie. And he was such he was such a free feeder, like constant feeder with me. There was like no point. He wanted to be on me, always has. So he pretty much stayed on me the whole night. That was kind of the deal, you know. So as he got older and obviously weaned, I just didn't want him to be on me the whole night. So I eventually just did this so that I could just plop him into that. And then he could still be touching me <laughs> at least or like holding my hand, holding my arm, nuzzled in in my arm nook, you know. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. He's he I both the men folk in my life fall asleep on the couch every night. Daddy's a Canadian stoner. That's his way. That's how he goes to sleep. Always has. And then Willie takes after him. And so they both conk out pretty much watching nature shows every night or American Pickers. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then I one of us, usually me, carries because Dean's back, (laughs) carries the now eight year old into his bed, which he spends. Like I like I said, three, it's usually around three thirty. He wakes up and then comes into bed. For the last little That's bit. That's around the same time my kids come into my yeah. bed. No, sometimes, <laughs> full, like, if we're being fully honest, there are nights where, like I said, he'll be like, he's just, he's not settling. If it's too hot, I, he's like me. He's got to be the perfect temperature or he's 
not going to sleep very good. So if I don't nail like the pajama blanket combination for the season, then he's going to be in in the bed. He doesn't get sick very often, so that isn't an issue. But I guarantee you if he's not feeling well, he's going to be by me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in general, that's right, right around time. And I don't, I mean, I like cuddling a lot, a lot. But it does, it's one thing, it's just uncomfortable a lot of times. And and it's getting to the point now where, like, I just, it, it, I feel like it's blown out my shoulders, too. Having a child, like, laying in that, like, being like yeah. this with a little person in their head, like, kind of in that area for many years and just having my shoulders cocked weird. I have, like, a lot of shoulder pain. So, hmm. yeah. But that's where we're at. Where are, you guys, where are you guys at presently? I have always co-slept with my babies. I mm-hmm. had a co-sleeper mm-hmm. that I would breastfeed and just push them onto their side yeah. of their little bed thing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, just like what you said. I mean, they, they ended up just staying in my bed anyways because it was easier for me and mm-hmm. I was able to get more sleep. If I basically just like yeah. was shirtless, yep, put them up to me and we'd both fall back to sleep and that was yep. it. Yeah. And, and anybody that judges that, just know the rest of the world that's primarily what's going on and you're the <laughs> fucking weirdo. And take that because most people don't do it the way we do it in America. Also, other countries don't have the issues with SIDS, which is going to be controversial, but they don't have the issue that we do in this country with some pretty serious things that people don't like to talk about. So I, I get very like, this is one thing I get really defensive about, but it's like, it's fine if you want to sleep train, do whatever you want to do, but don't judge me for doing what I know is natural and right for me and what I've researched very deeply <laughs> on the other side, you know? Like, yeah. I, I've always heard that like basically it's people who have been drinking or smoking or, I think even overweight or people mm-hmm. that are just really heavy sleepers. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that shouldn't be co-sleeping. Yes, absolutely. Um, or if you're on sleeping pills. Yeah. Like if you're on any kind of medication Drugs, that conks you out. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I woke up. Every little movement uh-huh. would wake me up. I never really yep. had a full night's Mm-mm. sleep when I was breastfeeding and co-sleeping. Mm-mm. that's but we're wired that's literally how our when people are like oh dude it's like that's how we're wired and i, I now i also understand that mamas that can't because i do have friends that literally cannot sleep like they're light sleepers mm-hmm. that's not gonna work because mom needs to get sleep and if you're a light sleeper and your baby's on you you have to do the sleep training you're gonna have to do those things so i don't judge you on the uh, for doing what you know works for you but just be very, very honest about the fact that it's like that it, the SIDS thing. And when, when I said when I talk about SIDS, there are uh, there are a lot of people. There's a whole faction of people that believe that the reason why we have such an issue with that in the States is because babies don't understand being put into another room. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an abandonment thing. And, and also we're not able when you're when a mommy isn't that close to a baby she can't wake up and sense those things and catch those things because we are very wired um so even other cultures especially tribal cultures judge us harshly for for being 
for putting our babies in another room for them it's very like why would you your baby should why is of course the baby doesn't know how to breathe or or and and i guess when you co-sleep your baby actually will mimic your breathing patterns will mimic your heartbeat that's how we're supposed to be wiring together um and when those things don't if they don't align just so and you have other health issues and other things like that's there's there hasn't been nearly enough study in western medicine about that but in general there's not a lot of studies about about um anything having to do with a female let alone how she bonds with her children i hate to say i mean other than after the fact you know what i mean but they're still learning a lot about that kind of stuff um i just knew what worked for me but i absolutely do understand the mamas that that doesn't work i also understand that they're you know that there are these amazing, uh, you know, they're amazing, the owlet or whatever. There are different monitors now that can. Oh, that can monitor their breathing. And yeah, there's and so stuff, many. Yeah. Like, so it's like, do what you got to do, mama. But don't, you know what I mean? Don't come down on us mamas that are like real, real. Like this works for us. You know what I mean? Every mm-hmm. mom has to do what's right. And there's just a lot of judgment that comes at the, at co-sleeping moms. Even though like when they, they say statistically, the vast majority of people actually do it. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we're talking about it. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we are. I get a little bit heated about it because I'm just like, dude. Um, also, yeah, I'm like, if you do sleep. Yeah, I never went through the whole like complete exhaustion thing. Again, I had one. And once I'm out, I'm pretty like I, I woke up with him. I had no issue like. If he needed something, he moves at all. I still like wake up, but I can go right back to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not uh, an yeah, issue that for was, me. Kitty, like as much as when I just had Kitty, it was easy. Like I had obviously not as much, not a full night's rest, but I was getting mm-hmm. more sleep. And um, but when I had the boys and they got to the point that I could like kind of it was, I couldn't, I would co-sleep one at a time if mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was times that I would have one baby on top of me and another baby on the side of me. Mm. Um, that's how I slept and that's yeah. how I still sleep. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, Do they trade off like naturally? Do they kind of just, it just kind of happens? Or is it one that likes to usually be snuzzling on top and then one to the side? Um, you're like uh, I can't tell they're twins when they were like, little. <laughs> I, yeah, they traded off. It did. It wasn't like it was whoever was in bed with me first. Got it. And then the second one would just end up on top of me. Got it. Got it. But and then what about the co-sleeping bed, like the baby bed? You have so, two babies in there. Yeah, but then they would roll around and hit each other. And so I had to get at that point I took because Kitty was still in the crib Mm -hmm. and I took her crib. I got her a toddler bed. Mm -hmm. And so I would have one kid in the co-sleeper and one in the crib. Uh I mean, yeah, it was crazy. Baby juggle. The whole my whole room was just basically like a bed crib in bed. (laughs) Like cribs in bed. Um. Uh, it feels so long ago. I can't even like 
remember but it's weird well because literally you probably have brain damage too from not getting sleep like (laughs) (laughs) like yeah even now like it's starting to impact me and that's where we're we even with breastfeeding with everything you hit a crossroads and you're just like uh okay this is this is now impacting it it works until it doesn't work and then you have to find something that that works that is the resolution for the situation you know yeah but yeah yeah i mean they um it's pretty wild we i had all of my kids at least in, in my room for like the like the the uh co-sleeper or the crib they were that was in my room for like a year or so mm-hmm and then I would try, like, nap times would be in their room or whatever. Um, uh, no, I totally forgot where I was going, but. No, totally. Anyways. You're fine. No, no, no. Yeah, well, and, yeah, Willie was not a big, just not a big napper past a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely hit a wall where it's like, okay, I don't really need a nap. If we got into a car, though. That was the one thing. There was definitely a period, too, where it's like, we're not getting in a car from 2 to 5 o'clock because then he's going to take a nap and then I'm not going to get him to bed. So, you know what I mean? Like, you get those, like, weird little age spots where you're like, I can't. Like, I got to keep him up. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. The boys. Oh, so I was going to say. The boys were. I'd put them in their cribs, but they were climbing out of their cribs pretty early on <laughs> and they were climbing into each other's cribs yeah. and um but they would always end up in my bed no matter what so yeah and i was like this is just getting dangerous yeah. so i got them like i, I got them toddler beds so mm-hmm. that like if they got out of bed it's pretty low to the ground <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like they're yeah. not climbing um and yeah that I thought, okay, maybe the beds will help. Like, you know, they'll want to stay in their beds, but they didn't. So I got them, like, proper um, twin-size beds, thinking mm-hmm. that, that would keep them in their beds. But it doesn't. They still come yeah. into my bed. It's a nat- I- I'm sorry, but it's a natural thing. Like, babies want to be with us. It's just, yeah. I mean, that's a natural thing. I don't. That's fair. I, don't, I mean, I'm with not Kitty, really I was like that. nature. Huh? I, with Kitty, I was, you know, I'm. I feel bad because it's like with Kitty, with Kitty, because I mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, was less there was one. Be- <laughs> there was yeah, only one of her. Not, totally. But with two of them, it's been, I mean, one on top of me, one on the side of me. I mean, it's been like that for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. But yeah. I feel like, too, though, nature takes takes over for older siblings, too, because the same thing. It just there's it, there's a natural thing that happens where it's like I mom just can't past a certain you know what I mean so older siblings and it does it is formative it forms our who we are in a lot of ways and you see that in older siblings personality wise but it's a natural it's naturally going to happen as well because it's like okay this is this is how it how it it breaks down you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but we also get some good trade-offs you know what I mean like there's always trade-offs because we get to do all the rad stuff so much earlier you know, so there's a lot. I don't know. It, it is what it is. I got to walk back the Sid stuff, too, just because I, I don't want to. Um, there's no uh, there's no blaming of like Sid's just does happen. There's just not what I what I found frustrating is there's not enough conversation about. Um, there's a lot of blaming and, and misdirection around people who co-sleep 
And again, co-sleeping with heavy sleepers, people on pills, people that smoke, babies that are in households where there's cigarette smoke. There, you know what I mean? There's so yeah. much more that, that gets that gets kind of not talked about in that. Um, but SIDS is not something, it's just something I haven't, I get upset about because it happens so much more here and we're not looking at all the, as usual, not every part of it gets looked at and it's, I find it kind of frustrating. Um, but no, not to some, that just, it happens like that is part of, of, of the human experiences. That is a part of child mortality, Mm -hmm. um, there's just I feel like not enough discussion about why that happens more here as opposed you know what I mean we're not looking at it fully um and I will say too about SIDS I learned like just from actually from another podcast that there was a mom talking that was being interviewed that had a baby pass away due to SIDS and she said that everybody she talked to every parent would try to figure out what happened like what did they do like what, what did was, she do wrong what did she do wrong and it's not because it's not because they want to blame or victim blame. It's because it's hu- parent humans want to try to figure out how to avoid the scenario. So mm-hmm. if they they can take it apart, it makes them feel better. So they're not scared twenty four seven because parents in general are afraid of their yeah. babies dying twenty four seven. So it's something that they analyze and they analyze it by asking all these questions or assuming things. Um, so that they can sleep better at night because oh I'm just not going to do that and it'll be fine. But really, it's just that, fucking it up does that happen and, and yeah and it and really it just happened like it, it just happens. Um, certainly we should have more conversations. Certainly there needs to be I think more studies and not, uh, not so. I just feel like a lot of our studies in general, like our medical studies, are just so weird and one sided and they take like one demographic that is like the baby weight. Like your mm-hmm. the weight, uh, you know, like what your baby should weigh is such percentile a, and all yeah, that and it's like stuff. it's all and it was like based on the fifties babies from like Wisconsin, which are like these milk fed, like not it's not one race white, like you know what I mean. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't like how we do that. Specifically, we're going on these old studies that are not representative of the modern demographic or modern lifestyle. So yeah, so I don't know, but. Not to, yeah, I just, I'm like, oh, I felt it made me feel bad. I don't want to ever be like, oh, if you don't co-sleep, your baby could die. That's so fucking stupid. And I would never <laughs> like, no, that's what I'm trying to say. I just don't like when people go, oh, you could smother your baby. Yes. If you, you co-sleeping is not for everybody. Definitely not. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I've heard a horror story. I have too. <laughs> um, have, yeah. Of um, a dad mm-hmm. who... I mean, I don't even think it would be considered co-sleeping. It was just he was holding his baby mm-hmm. after they were just they were it was just born, and he fell asleep. The baby mm-hmm. slipped into like a crack in the couch or whatever, and and suffocated and died. Like yeah, I mean, you just if you're just tired and exhausted, I mean, you could be super healthy. Yeah, you know? it's not co-sleeping. You're just literally passing out from exhaustion. And yeah, which again, I think more than anything shouldn't have to do with like if we had a closer knit society where if even if your family obviously isn't around because that's the society we live in, 
if people we lived in a tighter knit or better community in better communities where people stepped up more um, and people felt like they could be honest about what they want and how they want it so you could invite your friends or family into your house and feel not judged I feel like yeah then parents would yeah like have more opportunity to like Oh, are you saying like like for like your friends and family to come over just so you can get some rest and yeah, yeah, completely. I I don't know. It's like for me, I feel like that's like a dream. Yeah, it's like a dream world. Like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, to have support like that. Obviously, you know, your friends and family work, Mm -hmm. or they live further away. Mm -hmm. Um, you basically have to try and build your own village within your yeah you know in your area but that's so hard it's not like i can like i go to the grocery store and make like a ton of friends and like you know help me babysit my kid while i take a nap like you can't really do that no that's the thing and that's where i'm like even but i do feel like if we didn't work so much like as a society we work so much so then there isn't anything left over for your neighbors or your friends or your you know what i mean like and yeah, and then we have to live so much further. There is it a lot of what's kind of broken down has to do with just how again, you know, like there's not a living wage. There's not vacation, there's not, you know, maternity leave. There's not, you know what I mean? Like there's not all these things or family time. So then yeah, this is what's going to inevitably happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm like, eh, I just wish we, I think we could do so much better and mimic so many other countries that are just nailing it so that there isn't exhausted parents that are having to make these, you know, that are just making, that are just not even making mistakes. They're just being humans and falling asleep, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I, th- I think in Australia, I don't, they have this thing called Mothers. I think it's called Mothers Group. Have you heard mm-hmm. that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think it's just like a group of women that live in the same neighborhood that are all moms mm-hmm. or for newborn babies. And they basically have like a little group of women Community. that they can talk to. Yeah, that are going through the same thing as you. Like even something as small as that, I feel like, can make a difference. You know, to be able to have someone so close that knows exactly what you're going yeah. through, you know. Totally. I think I think even like any time we have anybody that can kind of go, okay, well, okay, you might be different than me. You might this might work good for you. How can I support you? Like, you know what I mean? Or just, yeah, having any kind of group of females that just go, fuck, that sounds hard talk to me more about it you know what i mean like thing is though is that i i feel like not all the moms that i've come across but there are there have been women that it almost feels like a competition oh yeah like they're doing things better than me or someone else and there's judgment and you know you can't really fully it's like it's sad like you feel like you can't really fully trust someone because you don't know what they're saying behind your back or like it's hard it's just sad that like it's you know instead of just like coming together and helping one another it's like well i'm better than you because i can do this and that and you can't you know what i mean yeah 
and your kid is doing this and my kid like and and your kid isn't doing this yet but my kid is doing a b and c yeah yeah we we do that as we do that to ourselves as females but we definitely do it to each other i don't think it would be any different in a tribal setting though because i always compare everything my sister always fucking chews my ass about that like enough the fucking tribe like (laughs) it's not gonna happen um she's like we should just start a fucking drinking game every time Madera says village or tribe everybody <laughs> takes a shot because I used to just talk about the village the village the village did I just say I okay. said something about the village too didn't I <laughs> oh I know but I'm saying like it's my like de- I, it's my default like I talk about this fucking village which honestly in that fucking village you know bitches in the village are talking shit about <laughs> avian like that's what women do we're hens we can do that you know what I mean but I wonder if the new mamas because Females, younger females are getting so much better about um, supporting each other. Um, and I think it's in a real way. Like even the the women, the young women that I work with, I get a general sense. There's always going to be like some weirdness sometimes, but there's a general, there isn't that level of competition um, or... These are like 20 year olds and yeah, yeah. Like I don't get that vibe. I think now because obviously there isn't as much of a sense like there's a lot of fuck it with them, too, because I think they are like, well, I'm not going to ever have a house. I'm not <laughs> like they're just like we're going to eat. They're a little bit more liberated to do. They know that literally their future is not guaranteed. They also have more opportunity because I think in general, like there are far more positions that are have opened up for women. There are you don't have to get married by a certain age anymore. Like there there isn't the level of pressure that a lot of the earlier generations had to be this, do this by this age, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. I think. So I'd get a sense, but I don't know. I'd love to hear like what actual younger women in that age group actually think about that and what they're mothering experience that'll be something we should definitely talk to bring some you know a younger mama in and talk about their experience and see if it's any different because I would love to believe that I'm like I want to believe that it's getting better you know what I mean yeah I, I mean I, yeah I mean I would go to the parks and there'd be like a group of moms mm-hmm. and it's like your I don't know just typical like housewife basic bitches yeah basically and i'd get like you know it just snobby looks like Mm -hmm. it just didn't take much like i could say hi or something but they had no interest and it's just like you know yeah i don't have whack whatever fucking whack like be make friends (laughs) you assholes but also there is a part you are like we're both anti (laughs) you know what i mean we're also other and 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 very much like come from the perspective like I am assuming I don't fit in. I I default to punk rocker and I default to I'm different. Yeah. Like so No, I know that I'm not I don't look like them, but I feel like I think I got to an age where because there was a point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm only going to hang out with those people that are different that because I fit in better. Yeah. Um, but I got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm just happy to make friends with anybody, whatever. Totally. I don't care. But you, you mean then I get those human beings. Yeah. Then I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then I still get those vibes. I'm like, I'm not in high school anymore. Why are we doing this? Totally. (laughs) No. Okay. And that's the thing, too, because I definitely sometimes I just assume it's my otherness that I'm like. Like I'm projecting that. But no, I definitely sometimes I'm like, I'll make friends with just about anybody. But then there are definite people that just aren't feeling it. And then I start getting really like now I'm such an asshole that I'm just like, oh, no, I'm going to make you fucking like me. And then I'm going to not like you. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm going to make you feel bad about yourself. (laughs) No, I I think I have such a need now to connect with humans that I feel are disconnected from – like the fucking real shit of the world like where they're just like not in it that i'm just like oh no we're gonna fucking go there and you're gonna fucking like me and i'm gonna fucking like and i'm gonna make you question your whole fucking life and existence i don't even have i don't i have no patience to deal with like if you don't no, totally. like, i don't have time for this shit totally like i don't care about you no like, i'm just a control freak codependent you're gonna like head. me yeah exactly <laughs> Uh yeah, that's so fucked up. I got mommy. I got mommy issues. I told my mom that I'm like, fuck, dude. I got mommy issues. Um, <laughs> that's so fucked up. Um, you're gonna it never be gets better. Village. Everything's high school. That's what even talking to my niece when we were back visiting, the same thing because she's she is all things anime and her friends. That's all they talk about. I mean, the ear beating I got. Like we all got when we got into town about her anime, like the the boy she's in love with that is an animation. <laughs> and she, I mean, the pictures I saw, the it's insane. <clears throat> it's insane. But she's so adorable and she's so obsessed. And, and it is again, it's another little artist and watching how an artistic brain fixates and we cannot help it. Like I'm watching. I don't know. Like watching. Do you do it with your kids? We're just like, oh, our brains are just different. Like it's helping me understand myself so much more mm-hmm. watching these creative kids come up. Because I'm like, oh, I it's yes, it's fucking annoying when they fixate. But it's like, no, that's how they're like our brains have to work so we can draw something because you have to be able to like fixate into detail in a way that other people would lose interest. So our brains are just very compulsive in the way they, mm. they process information and we just get in on, we just closer, 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 more, more, more. And yeah, so watching her do that and then um, the same thing, like it, she obviously then is not necessarily going to be the most, her friends and her are not the most popular. They're also the honors kids. So they're not the most popular, quote unquote, kids, which I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. I think every adult gets that. Um, But just talking to her and being like, it's never going to change. You're never going to like it's all high school. Like it's all like junior high and high school. It's just going to continue as you get like it sucks. I'm just like as I'm telling her that just going like how fucking heartbreaking like. We're never out of it. We're never, you're never free. <laughs> you're still <laughs> living out, hating those bitches. Uh, like, you know, it sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. But it's also like, that's the human condition. Fuck it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Like, I can't get out of it. It's because 
They're they mean. Won't let me. They're mean. <laughs> I just want to be your friend, you assholes, and you're still being those fucking uppity bitches. It's yeah, it's crazy to me that people like you can be older, but they also they're still stuck in that. Mm-hmm. You know, their squad. Yeah, and it sucks because it's like. Well, nice. I mean, it's fine. I don't care. Like if they, yeah, what whatever. Then I'm not gonna later. worry about them. But no. it's just, I don't know. I just like getting to know half of them because then I they t- tell me all their secrets because and then I'm just like, oh, you're that's why you're closed off because you're so much more fucked up than I will ever be, <laughs> and your life is so much. It's like consistently the girls that I go, God, I'd never be like I could never really be close friends with them god they're so much better god they're this they're that and then inevitably because i am a warm and fuzzy and i do get up in people's kool-aid and i do like just give people no choice a lot of times i just bully people with my (laughs) love i feel like (laughs) that breaks down and then they open up and then i'm just like oh fuck like and it's not even that they're bad or that there's anything wrong with them but they think that about themselves that's why they're closed off they're just normal people but for whatever whatever hang-ups their parents or or their little their the the family group that they grew up on grew up in or their you know horrible trauma that happened that they just won't disclose or can't look at it um yeah they're closed off purely because of that it, it literally is a just a defense mechanism and then it's like oh like Maybe that's why I'm attracted to him, too, because it's like I just want to know, like it helps me kind of just value humans in general and just be like, we're all fucking the same. We're all the same. It's just how we manifest, you know, like our shit. You know what I mean? Some of us just got to keep it all polished. The bitches that have the cleanest houses and are like the most in shape and look the best all the time are feel the least about themselves in general It was what I found. They have a, a very low self. They're trying to externalize their perfection because they feel so bad about themselves. You know what I mean? A lot of society will have you believe that like, oh, that person just takes pride in themselves, which some there are people that have really healthy like, no, they actually do take care of themselves because they value their body. But the women that literally are like cutting themselves up into pieces and injecting things and doing all that, it's because they really it isn't a love for their body. It's it's a. It's a fear of somebody seeing that they're not perfect inside, yeah. you know, and that's, yeah. And that makes me sad. Again, that's like a mom thing, too, where it's like, I just want all the babies to be happy when they grow up. And that just doesn't happen sometimes, unfortunately. On a happier note, because I took that down a really dark alley. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Okay. New Year's. Do you do, you do New Year's re- resolutions? Um, I mean, I think of them. I never yeah. follow through. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. It's always like, oh, maybe this year I'll try and lose weight. Or maybe this mm-hmm. year I'll do this or something that's just not realistic or mm-hmm. whatever. But pretty, I mean, I think that's standard. I don't generally. Um. Yeah, I don't either. I don't even bother because I just know myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um. I don't know. This year, like, I was thinking about that when we were just talking about, like, when I was just texting, it's like, maybe it would be good to, yeah, like, I mean, this is the year of, like, 
everything breaking down so it does kind of make me go like what would I yeah like what would I like to I think I would like to complete something you know what I mean <laughs> like I think it would be more that like if I was going to yeah. do anything it's like just keep on working on your Spanish you know that you started in high school <laughs> like something like that that's the only thing I could think of that would be possible and like a really like win you know it's not gonna be weight related i'll tell you that right now because again mm. co-sleeping i'm fucking realistic it's not <laughs> like and not in no next times. year i'd like to have a full night's rest all by myself <laughs> <laughs> again it's like yeah Vinny's gonna have to rent you a room <laughs> <laughs> I've I've really thought I've thought about like locking the door and I'm like I cannot do that today. <laughs> no, it's just not that's the thing. For me, you could do like nanny nine one one style and spend a week of and just walk them back into their bedroom over and over, like where it's just like three nights of not really getting sleep and just walking the kid back to their bed. I don't have the wherewithal. I, I apologize. I it's not gonna happen. What are you it's apologizing just, for? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to be affecting anybody else's life. <laughs> well, and even that, like, even when it's happening on the TV show, it's like there's a fucking film crew that's keeping that bitch awake, and <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's in front of a nation, so it's like, who the fuck is really doing that? I think, like, like I said, most of the people I know co sleep to some degree. Or they're the mamas that literally just can't because they can't sleep. So luckily, like they they literally had to muscle it out. And in the beginning, the early days, and and they made it work for them. Or their kid, honestly, some kids just go to sleep and sleep through yeah. the night. I did not ever get that kid. I didn't. I get it. He's got his dad's metabolism. He need he needed the the boob on tap. Because he's just like, he burned the fuck through it. He was standing, like he was pulling himself up to like a sit. He was doing weird shit out the gate. Like he was an up baby, rolling baby, walking early. Like he had shit to do and he needed a lot of boob milk. So it was what it was. Here we go. Oh, here Here's one. This is my, come here. <laughs> you can come in. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> He's so do you want to smooch goodnight? What do you do? What's wrong? Sweet you little boy. Daddy can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done. That's the one that the he's the worst. Mama. Like he will wake up. Uh-uh. He doesn't even fall asleep. Like he won't even fall asleep. He'll be in his bed and then come down and be like, I had a nightmare. I need water. And Wolf will be like, <laughs> He lies down in bed. He's just like his daddy. He, he lies down and just knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Sweet baby. Yeah. And again, soak it up. Because I'm like right on the like precipice of like he's pretty much going to like he's going to start sleeping. He's getting more and more where he's just sleeping. He's conking the hell out just because age. It just happens. And it's like as much as I bitch about it and as much as I'm like, I'd like to get this little bed out of here. It's like when it's over. It's over. You're never getting it back. No. And that's the other thing. It's like I we, we knew we were pretty much pretty sure we we're going to do it once with, a, you know, because we had gray and we mourned when we couldn't when it became weird to have him on our laps. 
like we mourned it. It was when it became weird when he became because it's just like they get big and they're independent and that's natural. But you also like it's the saddest thing. It's the saddest thing. It's a natural thing, but it does. It's heartbreaking, you know, and we're still I mean, with Gray still cuddly, like hug, huggy his. I mean, Dean and his dad are were the like kiss on the mouth. Goodbye. Like they're not they're not uh, they're they they're a snuggly family as well. You know what I mean? So Gray, mm-hmm. of course, was that way with his like they're just we're just cuddlers in general, a big old group of cuddlers. But it's still when they just don't quite fit anymore <laughs> or it just gets weird. <laughs> that's where I'm just like, shit. So with this one, him being the baby and we knew we were just like, we're going to soak up every second of it because we know what it's like for it to go, you know, yeah. and it's like so if you're that mom, soak it up. Don't feel bad. Um, if your old man's complaining about having to share a bed, just be like, just we'll put him to sleep. We can have sex on every other surface in our house um, <laughs> and make up for it. And because it is kind of important to keep your relationship. That's one thing I will say. You want to keep your relationship together. <laughs> That's important. It's hard. Um, but I mean, most dudes are pretty. They're pretty much suckers for it the same way, too, you know, because they're most of us are married to pretty good dudes that go with the flow. Thank God, you know, so enjoy it. Enjoy it while we can. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I felt really bad about I went on a tangent about the Sid's mom. Like, I just don't want ever there to be any blame in that regard. Also, no blame on mamas that that uh can't co-sleep please yeah, just no judging yeah no judging sa- it's a safe that was, space yes, where we can th- talk about completely mom stuff yes. right <laughs> and if i get defensive it's just because i feel judged uh <laughs> always <laughs> nobody's <laughs> judging you right now no don't well no because it's you but i mean like anybody that's listening well and again like like i said we're women we do judge but you know yeah Hopefully we'll work on growing a community that we can just like talk shit and then be like, oh, you didn't think about that. Oh, you might have hurt that woman. Like, that's all I think about is like, I just don't want to hurt any other mamas. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. So New Year's resolution for all the women out there. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yes. (laughs) Or try not to judge. Keep your eyes. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or like meditation have the judgment look at it recognize the thought and then let it float away don't take ownership and then come back to the love come back to the breath come back to the moment the present moment with your shit and your bad kids and you're (laughs) you're annoying us come back to that and be like i i'm gonna keep my eyes on my own paper yeah i like that good yeah that was aces (laughs) oh i love that yay i don't even think we need to do let's not do unless you have a good one a little little win yeah do you have a good a little win i have no wins i don't either (laughs) fuck this week 100 percent um yeah fuck everything this week (laughs) i think so that's a a normal mom thing is that sometimes we don't have little wins (laughs) the little win was we didn't run away (laughs) That's our little win because we can't truly go anywhere because we're on lockdown again. I'm still alive. That's my little win. That's all. Yep. 
We haven't killed anybody. We haven't hurt ourselves. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. The Mom Podcast. <laughs>